Our scripture reading for today comes from Matthew chapter 13. Jesus uh, continues instructing with these words. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. When it was full, men drew it ashore and sat down and sorted the good into containers, but threw the bad away. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come, uh, will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? They said to him, yes. And he said to them, therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out his treasure uh, who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. Good morning, church. Good morning. How is everybody doing today? How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. We're going to have to have a talk with Heckle and Jekyll later on, I think, but that's okay. Um, so I was, I was very fortunate um, that earlier this summer, um, it was less hot than it is now. But also, uh, my family took a trip down to the coast, which was really nice. And uh, while we were there, we got to do one of those, um, I'm not really sure the right uh, terminology for this, but we, we took a, a charter trip into the bay for bay fishing, right? Like, it sounds really fancy when I say it that way. We were one of like 40 people, you know, on this boat. Um, it was a cool experience, especially for a guy like me that knows almost nothing about fishing, right? And I'll tell you why, why it's particularly cool for a guy like me. There's a captain driving the boat, and he knows where to take the boat to find fish. And then when you get there, there are all these crew members running around with bait, and they're, they're loading up the hooks with bait, and it's not the same bait everywhere you go because they know the right bait for the right fish in the spot you're at. I know none of this. I know you jam a worm on a hook and you drop it down someplace that you can't see the bottom. And you're gold, right? But no, no, I, I, don't, I don't know how to find a particular fish, but there's people who do. Now, I know it's a little bit dated now, but have any of you guys seen the, the show um, River Monsters? Yeah? yeah okay. Yeah, I, three people are nodding. This sermon's for you, okay? <laughs> Everybody else, just enjoy your coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, do we have any fishermen here today, by the way? Come on, let me see it. Yeah, okay, we got a handful of fishermen. That's good. So uh, River Monsters is a show about this guy uh, named Jeremy Wade. And Jeremy Wade, he's cool, man. <laughs> he goes to all these remote, exotic spots, and he's smart. He's got a cool accent. He's got this really, like, he's got this killer gear, and he makes a plan. He makes a plan. He goes, you know, he, he, he goes to whatever the spot is, and then he starts talking to all the locals, right? And especially the local fishermen, they got the local bait shop. He's like, what have you seen? 
Where was it, you know? What kind of bait do you guys use around here? What kind of, you know, so he, he does his homework and then he goes and, 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 and on top of that, he's got just this like lifetime of experiences that he draws from, knowing how to catch just everything, right? So he goes out there and he, he finds a spot and he loads up, you know, like he puts on his hook, the kind of fish that I would try to catch, you know what I'm saying? Like, like his bait's like this big. He, he tosses it in and Almost, 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 you can set your watch by it. Two commercial breaks later, fish on, right? And he's fighting, he's pulling, and he reels in this like 400-pound leviathan. And it's exactly the fish he was looking for. Bro, <laughs> how? How? Man, that guy is a fisherman. He's an angler. That's, what, that's the fancy word for it, right? Well, today we read a parable about fishing, you know? And this isn't the first time Jesus has used this imagery, right? This is actually kind of a callback. The first time Jesus uses this imagery, he's talking to, guess what? Fishermen, right? He's talking to Peter. Says, Follow me and I'll make you a fisher man. No, no, fisher of men, huh? To which Peter's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> right? But here's the thing. When, when Jesus talks about making Peter a fisher of men, the picture that he's painting is nothing at all like the kind of fishing I attempted on vacation. And not just because I was bad at it. It's nothing at all like Jeremy Wade, fisherman, right? It's not that heroic, you know, like people write novels about it, right? Old man in the sea or whatever. It's not that at all. There, if it was, if it was that, you know, bait, lure, right spot, whatever, I would, I would explain, I would unpack the parable for you like this. I'd, I'd tell you about identifying the right kind of person that you're hoping to bring in and then selecting the right kind of bait to attract that person with the gospel, set the hook, you bring them to the baptismal waters. You know, the sermon writes itself, practically. Except that's not what Jesus is talking about. Sharing the gospel isn't about angling. In fact, one of the obstacles that you might find in sharing the gospel is that people think you've got an angle. People might think that what you're offering is bait when in fact it's real food. Jesus does not say the kingdom of heaven is like a fishing pole. He says it's like a net. I pointed at this side and I got it from this side, but it's all good. It's all good. Fishing with a pole is mostly recreational, right? In a survival situation with a pole, you can probably provide for yourself and maybe a couple of others, but that's not how professional commercial fishermen do it. And this was true in Jesus' day. When, when Jesus sought out Peter, was, was Peter like... Uh, Organizing his tackle box? No, 
Do you remember what he was doing? Mending the nets, right? If you're serious about catching fish, you use a net. You will never catch as many fish with a pole as you will with a net. But here's the thing. Nets are not highly targeted. You're going to bring in non-fish things in that net, right? Some of it's going to be trash. Some of it will be inedible fish. But you'll also pull in good fish. And that's the parable that Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a net. Jesus is is pretty upfront about this. In his explanation, when he explains the parable, he says that it's not your job as the net to sort out which fish are keepers and which are not. The net doesn't do that. Here's the, here's the thing. I'm going to give you kind of a three-step thing. I just want you to hold this picture in mind. Here's the job of the net. Spread open wide. Hang together. Move toward the shore. That's what the net does in this parable. Spread open wide. Hang together. Move toward the shore. The kingdom of heaven doesn't need bait. It's beautiful enough that you don't have to try and make it attractive. I'm not ashamed of what the gospel of Jesus promises. We are being pulled toward the shore. We're being pulled toward the end, which also means we're being pulled toward Jesus steadily and relentlessly being brought closer and closer each day. And before you know it, we're going to see him face to face. The gospel invitation is literally open to everyone. Uh, A net is a very honest thing. A net doesn't pretend to be what it's not. It's simple. It's humble. You just toss it into the water as wide as you can and it gets pulled toward the shore. Now, Jesus says an evangelist is like a net. No, he doesn't. You have it open, right? Does he say that, uh, that the gospel is like a net? Is that what he said? What did he say is like a net? The kingdom of heaven is like a net. That may sound abstract to you, I'm going to ask you to do this literally in this moment. Would you look to your left and right? Look behind you if possible. And yes, you can even look forward. That's the kingdom of heaven. We together are the net. For us to be functioning well, we need to be spread open wide to receive whomever we come into contact with. But here's the, here's the thing about a net. Sometimes they tear. And when they tear, 
things fall through that shouldn't. What does that mean in the kingdom of heaven? You get, sometimes uh, we hurt each other, our relationships break down, people drift away. When any one of us is missing, there's a hole in the net. And things fall through that hole. But you remember what Peter was doing when Jesus called him? What was, what was he doing? Mending. He was mending the net, right? A tear in a net doesn't have to be forever. And here's the thing about, about this gospel kingdom in which we live. Nets can be mended. Jesus has grace enough to mend the holes, to knit us back together. You, you may think that there's no way that you're ever gonna forgive so-and-so or, or maybe that there's no way that they'll ever forgive you. But Jesus has grace enough to do that. And, you know, he intends to do that. And not just for your sake, not just for their sake, it's not just about the two of y'all who maybe are hurting in this moment, but it's also for the other people who would pass through that hole. God isn't looking to make us slick marketers of the gospel, you know? Like, we don't need any Jesus salesmen. And spreading the gospel is not a competition. You know, like, if, if we catch some, but people over at Life Springs catch some too, it's not like they're winning and we're losing. The kingdom of heaven is like a net. You're part of that net that he's cast into the water. And his invitation to us is straightforward and simple. Not easy, necessarily. I, I don't know if you've noticed, but the face of our community gradually changing, right? There's a lot of new faces. They don't all look like us, and they don't all talk like us. That's not a bad thing. When I read this parable, I read about all kinds of fish getting caught in that net. I want to make sure that this congregation isn't a place that just attracts people like us. Our job is to spread open wide, wide as we can manage, and to hang together, loving and forgiving each other, being drawn toward Jesus and welcoming in everybody we come into contact with. And look, they're not all going to be keepers, but that's not for you to decide. Somebody might have looked at you and said, I don't think that one's a keeper, but that's not your job. Spread wide, hang together, drawn toward the shore. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank and praise you 
that your gospel invitation is so, so wide. It's wide enough to fit in folks like us. It's wide enough to fit in a bunch of folks who aren't like us too. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you'll give us open hearts and open arms to welcome everybody in with this gospel of Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord, that, uh, that you will do your transforming work in us and in the people that you draw to us. We pray, Lord, that the life-saving gospel would reach more and more and more people as we just walk toward you, loving and open. Lord, where we have wronged one another, uh, I pray that you'll move us toward repentance and mutual forgiveness. Grow us in love together as a family and knit us together as your people. And thank you for including us in this amazing work of life-saving. In Jesus' powerful name we pray. Amen.